Gov's Nation. You're listening to the PCAST. I am Casey Kruger. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P Podcast, a podcast that is ready for homecoming on Saturday. Yes. The 76th homecoming football game. Yes, sir. In Austin P State University history. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Well, there is something that is so bad. Yes. And that is the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> and? Well, the, Colts the Colts are less so bad because they at least have a tie. Okay, you got shut up by the Jags and tied with the Texans. Better than 0-2. Okay. Okay, yes, the Giants' loss was bad. The Buffalo loss wasn't great either, but it was still Buffalo, and our <laughs> Lord and Savior, Josh Allen, annihilated us. Oh, That's what, but when you speak still, his holy name. All I got to say, if the Titans lose this week to the Raiders, no disrespect to the Raiders because they're fine. Like, I know they're 0-2, but, like, you know, they're a good team. It's Malik Willis season. We're already turning on your wide receiver quarterback? <laughs> yes. I wow. Mean, I, and th- that was quick. I mean, honestly, I, I just say it's Malik Willis season. Not because, like, Tannehill hasn't been playing awful. Like, he, he, he just is. I mean, he, he's not great. He's not but, good. But, like, he has no offensive line this year. And Taylor Lewan's hurt. Aww. And it, the team sucks. So, it's like, I'm not saying tank because tanking is the stupidest concept in all of sports. But, I mean, you may as well just scrap the season. I'll tell you why I'm not worried about the Colts. Still, have the best. They, they all the line has not been great. Yeah, Matt Ryan is also about as mobile as this table we're sitting at. <laughs> uh, so aside from that, the O line's still good. You still got Quentin yeah. Nelson, Brennan Smith, Ryan Kelly. They're still a good O line. You're still fine. Yeah, you still have Jonathan Taylor with that O line. Yep. Uh, Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman didn't play last game. Those are your top two receivers. Okay. Mm-hmm. You also haven't had the best player, defensive player in the league at all this season. Who? Uh, Shaquille Leonard. Okay. Shaquille. Shaq Leonard. Yes, I understand. Uh, so, it hasn't been good. No. However, the Colts always start bad. At least they have under Frank Reich. So, I'm willing to not hit the panic button yet. However, if it does not get better, peace out, Frank Reich. We'll see you later. What is, when does your panic button come? Uh, uh, not this week because they're playing the Chiefs, so I'm not expecting much. Right. But, you just start. just give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Why are we not doing that as much? Also, why is yeah. Naeem Hines playing like six snaps? Yeah, I, I definitely did see that. But didn't Jonathan Taylor, like, hasn't he, like, not done much this season? I haven't watched, like, any Colts. It's football. hard to do anything when nobody's worried about any of our receivers. Because yeah. Matt Ryan hasn't showed he can throw the ball. Trust me, I feel that. So, like, what are you going to do? Stack the box on Taylor? Mm-hmm. What's he supposed to do? It's pretty much what teams are doing with us, too. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough for the AFC South. Yeah, and we have to play the Chiefs this week, so... Neat. Not looking forward to it. Not excited. Uh, in baseball news, okay. Aaron Judge about to break the home run records and and win the Triple Crown. Yeah, I hear, I hear he's having a pretty good season. 60 home runs? Uh, the nah, Ameri- that's not bad. The American League home run record is 61. That was Roger Maris and also a former Yankee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what the single season record is off the top of my head, which I should know. It's Barry Bonds. Um, I, just don't re- I just don't remember if it's like 71 or what it number is. Hold on. Come on, you should know this off the top of your head. You're a baseball guy. Home run record. It's Barry Bonds. We know that. It is. Barry Bonds hit 73 in 2001. See, I told you it was 73. Wow. You're great. So Aaron Judge currently leads the American League in batting average RBI's home runs. Mm. Uh, For the Aaron Judge always gets hurt crowd. Uh, Don't get hurt and hit 60 home runs. Not very overrated when you're at 60 bombs a year. Uh, so he's going to win the Triple Crown. He's going to break the Maris American League home run record, which Roger Maris set in 61, which is, I think he said it hit 61 in 61. I might be crazy. It might not be that either. 
Guess what? You were right. 1961, 61 home run for Roger Maris. Uh, so, yeah, that's been a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be super funny when Aaron Judge plays for the Red Sox next year. Is, so is that, like, still a thing? Because, like, well, I know it was earlier in the season, but... He doesn't have a contract for next year. Yeah. So There's like, no, like, speculation, oh, the Yankees are going to resign him to a... They haven't. Okay. They could. They have not. So mm-hmm. when Aaron Judge plays for the Yank- or for the Red Sox, it'll be very funny. It's going to be great. My dad's going to be just leaping for joy as a Red Sox fan. He, he will abuse the green monster. Oh, 100%. He might lose home runs. Yeah. Because Yankee Stadium, he's, he's, he's hits him hard. Okay. He's going to lose some, but he might also steal some. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what he does there. But, yeah, future future Red Sox, Aaron, Aaron Judge. Just going to speak into existence and make the Yankees fans mad. So here They're going to be so mad when he wins Triple Crown, breaks. He's going to break their boy Roger Maris' record, mm-hmm. and then he's dipping to Boston. Boston. Ah. Oh, it's going to be fun times. Mm-hmm. Fun times. The sad thing is that he's. Shohei should still be the MVP. Why? I mean, if, like, so if you're about to break all these records, because, like, I know Shohei does, like, he's really good on both ends in, like, pitching and hitting, but is he. Because when Aaron that? Judge wins, like, seven games on the mound in a year, like, I don't know. Show he's got a lot more than seven wins, but he had like seven in his last like seven starts or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, when Aaron Judge can do that, he'll be the most valuable player. Okay. Except for Shohei's team is disgustingly bad. Yeah. Despite having so, the two best players on the world. Right. Which is the Angels should be forced to trade them both. Or at least one. No. Nope. I mean, like I hear them nope. talking about it on like ESPN nope. Radio like every both night. Both of them. Okay. Both of them. Give us Mike Trout in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all we ask. It's all baseball fans want. It's all we want. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in a playoff game. But never, never going to happen doesn't in that seem, organization. Doesn't seem like it. On to Austin P. Yes. Soccer. Yep. Two matches last week. Yep. Go. So, uh, wasn't a great week for the Govs on the pitch. Um, they started out ace on season against Lipscomb. Uh, that's the defending champions in Lipscomb. They were picked as the preseason favorites. They had four preseason all conference selections. They have. Really good goalkeeper, really good defensive players. Um, but, you know, we lost 2-1, to one, but I thought it was a good match altogether, especially going up against that preseason favorite. Um, so Lipscomb scored on a penalty kick in the third minute. And, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, third minute, Lipscomb gets on the board. I'm sure a lot of people are saying, oh, this is about to be a blowout. And especially after Lipscomb scores again in the 13th minute, Shelby Kraft, they're all a Sun defensive player, last season's defensive player of the year. Uh, so she finds it back of the net. So, you know, by the 13th minute, it's 2 nothing. And, but, I mean, after that moment, I thought, you know, we were able to find some momentum. You know, it's 2-0 going into the half. You get one back. You get one back right away. So it's, you know, right off the kickoff of the second half. Tori Case kicks it to Alec Baumgart, who just puts it on the net. And now, apparently, Coach McGowan doesn't like when they do that. So, you know, after Alec fired it, she was like, oh, man, I should have done that. Coach is about to yell at me. And then uh, Lipscomb's goalie goes to, like, stop it with her foot. Just rolls right past her. You, you were trying to, like, nominate that for not top ten I saw on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I was. But hear me. Or, no, no, you were trying to nominate for top ten. Yeah, I was, I was tagging. I, I mean, think you should have played the other angle and went for not top ten. I really should have. And I was thinking about that afterwards, too. But um, I think you had a better chance on not top ten. Yeah, I really did. Uh, but, I mean, I still tagged. But then like, you'd just kind of be flaming the Lipscomb goalie, and that'd be kind of mean. But also, who cares? Darn. They can't spell bisons. No, they can't. Bison. Bison. But, I mean, honestly, um, I mean, it was a great goal. You know, the first ever ace on goal. Hey, we'll take it. We, we sure will. Chop um, that one up. Yeah. Um, 
and it was a good match. You know, two to one. You definitely want to come away with the win. It was definitely winnable, um, but you just you know couldn't put another one in the back of the net. Even though we, I mean, we definitely had momentum throughout the entire second half, but just couldn't find the back of the net. It happens. It does. That also happened in the next match against Central Arkansas too. Mm. Um, now that 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 was a tough one. I yes. wa- I was watching that one last night, um, and it was. I mean, we had two goals called back. Um, one was in the ninth minute on a. I, I still don't know what happened. Like I I watched it and it was Marley Niederhauser just absolutely rifles one in the top right of the net, and then the the officials just blow it dead. And like I still have no idea. Like even the broadcasters were completely clear. Was it offside? Was it? I have no idea. Nobody knows. Nobody knows in the broad like I'm like whenever I don't know a call I'm like okay maybe it's because I haven't been watching. <laughs> Maybe it's because I haven't been watching soccer for as long or whatever. But like even the, even the broadcasters are like, you know, I uh, don't know what that is, but uh, whatever. Um, and then we had another goal. after. So Central Arkansas scores in the 65th minute. And then we have a corner. It's a corner kick. It's Allison Lance kicking it. And she fires it into the box. And then I don't know who scored on it. But Haley Patterson was scored or was called for contact with the goalie. Mm. In the moment, I didn't see it, but like looking back at it, sure. Still, wasn't wasn't a very big fan in the moment, but it is it's a contact sport. It is a contact sport, but apparently not there. Um, but honestly, another one zero loss with the Govs. You know, goals haven't been coming in abundance this season. But you know, we put on we put twenty shots on net, season high eight shots on goal. I mean, it was it was a uh, it was kind of it was what you want to see from an offensive standpoint just minus the goals. And I know that's kind of contradictory, but still, 20 shots on net. What did, uh, what did Uncle Drew say? It's, it's about buckets. Yeah. It's about goals. Yeah. 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 It, but it is what it is. Um, we'll be back. Uh, we're on the road this weekend. I know we'll talk about that later. But Big weekend of, blah, big weekend of volleyball in the Dunn Center as well, right? It was a very big weekend. I wasn't here, so I will let, I you, I will let you lead the, uh, lead the way on this. But Gov's got – Three wins, only dropped the one set. Yep. Uh, beat North Dakota State three to one. Mm-hmm. Michaela Powell, you wrote MP, and I was like, "Who is MP?" Um, the my career player from uh, 2K, like three. Years MP now. immediately goes to soccer goalie Mary Parker Powell. Gotcha. In my mind, okay. so well. I was a little. Yeah, you froze me there. Sorry. Uh, Michaela Powell, new career best, like you say, clockwork. It's clockwork. Clockwork. Twenty three kills. Kelsey Mead had a season best thirty four assists. Uh, the Govs split the first two sets, the only ones they would lose, or the only one they would lose all weekend, before a 25-21 and 26-24 set wins to take out the Bison, who spell it correctly. Um, yep. ETSU. Yeah. The hometown team for me. Yep. Yep. Got a, got swept on out of here. Easy sweep. Uh, another career best mark for Michaela Powell, a career best 684 hitting percentage. That was stupid. That's good. I isn't mean, it? that is. Is that good? That is scary good. I mean, and she was like that all. See, all all weekend too. I mean, she. I know she had a really good one against North Dakota State too. Um, and yeah. And then the uh, the Mott family, the Mott mm-hmm. Bowl, the Mott Bowl, the Mott Bowl. Taylor Mott against her daughter Dylan Mott at UT Martin. Uh, the mm-hmm. Govs swept the Skyhawks. Marlene Bullington had 13 kills and there's 24 swings, and Michaela had 20 or 12 kills on just 25 swings. Yep. Pretty good weekend. It's a very good weekend. You want to talk about a, the awards they won? A lot of hardware handed out too. A lot of hardware. So uh, Michaela, so when you win things. It does. So Michaela Powell was the Stashville Challenge MVP after averaging 4.9 kills and had a uh, 518 attack percentage. Other, other, we had two other players selected to the all-tournament team as well.
Kelsey Mead, who averaged 29 assists per match, and Marlena Bullington, who had a 329 attack percentage with 13 kills per match. I mean, how many how many assists was that? It was uh, 29 assists per match. Is that a lot? That is quite good. It seems pretty good. Yeah, and I mean, Kelsey, you know, I mean, she's pretty much been a part of a setter tandem her entire career here, but I mean, she's you know been averaging high 20s pretty much her entire career, and this year she's just looking really good. So, shout out to Kelsey Mead. Um, Michaela Powell, also a Sun Offensive Player of the Week. Woo! Woo! Uh, like I said, 4.9 kills, 518 attack percentage, helped lead the Govs to, you know, dropping. 3-0. Three, 3-0, three three dropping just one set, and, I mean, having a career best in kills, career best in attack percentage. It was, it was good. Good week for the Govs. To the golf course we go. To the golf course. To the golf course we go. The Govs placed 12th at the Grover Page Classic, hosted by UT Martin at the Jackson Country Club in Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, they were like, what is it? It was 13 shots better. No, excuse me. 16 shots better, I believe is the number, than Eastern Kentucky. A sun rival, Eastern Kentucky. Hopefully a sign to come for this weekend. Uh, Jacob Falk Scholart led the way. He went two under 70, two over 74, and then two under 70. He finished tied for 13th with a two under for the tournament. Adam Van Raden was second on the team. He's just consistent as can be, 73-73. A little tough around in the third with a 79, but Adam finished tied for 57th. Reese Britt tied for 62nd. He had a solid final round with a one under 71. Uh, that Those guys get the week off this week, nice. and then they're going to be back in action in two weeks at the Georgia State Invitational in Duluth, Georgia, at the Berkeley Hills Country Club, I believe. Okay. So uh, a little bit of time to rest, get it back, get it locked in, and go up there and have a good showing, or go down there, I guess, mm-hmm. and have a good showing down in uh, down Georgia. There you go. Alex? Yes, sir. Women's tennis. Women's tennis, back in action for the fall. Um, so the Govs, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the Govs were in action for the first time this fall at the APSU Fall Tournament. Uh, hosted teams like Western Kentucky, Alabama, Birmingham, Murray State, Chattanooga, and then Cumberland came down for the final day of the event. Um, Govs picked up 20 combined victories, 14 in singles, 6 in doubles. Freshman Melody Hefty went 8-0, uh, the only perfect player in the tournament. She went 4-0 in singles, 4-0 in doubles. I mean, for a freshman to do that in your very first collegiate experience, it's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Yana Leader, we've kind of grown to expect this from her. Solid just throughout the entire tournament. She went 3-0 and in singles. Denise Torrealba also went 3-0. and All five freshmen, uh, Hefty, Sophia Baranov, Asia Fontana, Aiden Kajawa, and Lucy Lachette, last check, uh, all made their collegiate debuts. Uh, the freshmen combined for 13 wins. And it's just a, it's a good showing all throughout. Is that I, good? 13 wins? Yeah, 13 wins. Pretty good. Um, you know, highlighted by Melody's eight, but, like, I mean, everybody, pretty sure everybody, all the freshmen got a win in the event. So we'll take that. That's what you're looking for. It sure is, especially in the fall, because, I mean, this is essentially your preseason. Yeah. So. Both cross-country teams ran last week as well. Yeah, they did. At the North Alabama Showcase. Uh, all six of the men that ran had a PR. How about that? That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Pretty good. They ran an 8K at the North Alabama Showcase. It was last Friday. Connor Duncan led the way with the 26-13. Duh. Uh, Ryan Martin, 27-55, was behind him. They were followed by Lucas Bells, Jack Fitzgerald, Stone Norris, and Lennon Matthews. They finished 30th as a team, but that is six PRs. Yeah. Pretty good. We'll take for. that. Yeah, you're, now you're getting better. That's what we're looking for. Uh, the women, five of the seven set PRs in the 5K. Uh, Savannah Fruth led the way with a 1940, followed by Michaela Smith with a 1954. Then it was Sydney Freeman, Kara Marsh, Haley Mattingly, and Piper Barnhart. The ladies finished 31st at the event, mm-hmm. but 
like we said, five to seven PR. It's getting better. That's what we're looking yeah. for. And, and that was a loaded event too. I mean, I know a that lot was of teams, a lot of teams in that one. So definitely love to see PRs. Also, it was a football game last weekend as well. Was there? Yes, the governor's number three in a row yep. in terms of wins. And what a game it was! Too. Yes, beat Alabama A and M twenty-eight to three down there in Huntsville, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the best game on offense, I'd say. I mean, there was some yep. moments the offense did some big plays. They did what they had to do to win, but mm. I mean, the defense just did. They just keep doing it. What are you talking about? And they had an off day. They allowed three points. Yeah, they gave up. <laughs> Gov still have not given up a touchdown against an FCS team this year. They have now given up a field goal. Oh man, oh, it uh, is, it's coming to an end. It is uh, like 142 to three in our last three games against FCS teams. Jeez, it was a 12 tackle for loss performance. Nine Govs had a tackle for loss. Wow, five sacks. And I think the surprise on the defense is Sedarius Doss coming off the bench at corner. Nine tackles. That's a career high. Three tackles for loss. Those are the first three of his career, so that's a career high. Nice. And a sack. That's his first career sack. He's a corner. corner. He's a corner. How about that? He's a corner. And uh, I think he had a pass breakup as well. Okay. Pretty pretty, pretty solid little game out there. Wearing, he went to the same high school as Cordell Jackson, mm-hmm. and he's wearing number 13. He but definitely played like Cordell he, Jackson. He, he, made, he, made, he made 13 proud the other day, and I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that with a lot of uh, confidence. Wasn't Cordell in the uh, like in? He like, was like, yeah, game Cordell too? was on the sideline. Uh, okay. No big deal. Uh, what else happened? Kwame Sutton had a sack or a sack and a half. Did he do his uh, guitar celebration? I didn't get a photo of it, but I imagine he did. Yeah. Um, Delilah ran for a touchdown. Delilah sure. threw for two more touchdowns. Nice. And then the final touchdown, as the game is twenty-one to three, North Alabama has the ball at about the fifty. Mm-hmm. Kwame Sutton's sack, a strip sack, knocks mm-hmm. the ball loose. It falls into the lap of Antoine Williams. Nice. Who scoops and rumbles 60 yards for the game ceiling touchdown. He had to, she has to give a shout-out to Cam Ruffin, though, because mm-hmm. Cam came from out of nowhere to block the DB that was chase <laughs> or the receiver that was chasing him. Cam didn't do, Cam just ran in between them, just put his hands yep. up and ran. Definitely and, don't uh, want to get that call. Got the, got the little seal block. Give Cam Ruffin an assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime you go on the road and win, yep. pretty happy. Obviously, offense didn't put up the numbers it had the past couple weeks. but mm-hmm. I mean, still 28 North points. Alabama looked the most athletic team we've played. Yeah. So, 28 points, 28-3. Mm-hmm. Sets up a big one. Yeah. A very big one. Colonel's coming in town. Colonel's coming. That's going to be. Top 25 homecoming matchup. We'll talk yep. more about that later. Okay. You know what we're going to do right now? What are we going to do right now? We're going to take a break, and then right after that break, we'll be joined by Chloe Murphy of the Austin Peay soccer team. Joining us on the PCAS, she just started her junior year on the Austin P soccer team. She transferred here from North Alabama last year. It's Chloe Murphy. Chloe, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. How uh, how are classes today? I know you just came from class, so what have you been up to? Um, Honestly, not too much. Class hasn't been too hard so far. Just had a first couple exams in my classes, but everything's going pretty smoothly. It is about exam time, isn't it? Yeah, yes, unfortunately. I'm starting them up. Uh, how are classes going? I mean, you're adjusting to a new school. What's that like? I went to the same school for four years, so I don't know anything about what it's like switching colleges. It's definitely a big change transferring, um, not just like on the athletic side, but academics as well, because I did change my major. But 
Um, Austin P thankfully has a lot of really cool student population and everyone's been pretty welcoming. So the transition hasn't been too bad. Did you feel like you were a freshman again, walking around the new campus trying to find things? A thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> what was that? Like three years ago? You're like, ah, I'm doing this again now. Oh yeah. I definitely felt like it's definitely kind of a bit of like a culture shock compared to like what I was used to at my last school to hear. Like I had to look for all my classes again and just like, figuring out like the apps and stuff like we have like teamworks and then like the p-mobile app all that stuff it's all different and so just kind of adjusting in that sense was a little different at first but you just got to the point where you knew everything at your last school and now you're doing it all again oh yeah definitely <laughs> definitely all right let's talk about you and soccer for a minute you're mm -hmm. from plant city florida yes you know we have a women's golfer from plant city really taylor deadman oh my gosh i don't know if she went to this you went to durant high school right yes i don't know if she went to the same high school uh I should know that because I cover women's golf, but I just can't remember off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. I guess I guess you don't know each other, but you are from the same town. I noticed mm -hmm. that when I looked you up. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, two seasons at North Alabama. Yes. You transferred to Austin P. Yes. Uh, did you know that you were transferring to a school in North Alabama's conference? I mean, obviously, we had announced that. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. So, um, actually, when I entered the portal as soon as uh, our season ended at North Al last year, right. just because I was so ready for a change and... Um, at that point, I think Austin P was already announced. Like it yeah, was, we had announced it, but we hadn't moved yet. Yeah. You haven't moved yet. And so, um, when I found out that Austin P was going to be moving in for like this coming season, I was definitely, that was a big, uh, interest of mine coming to this school just because the ASUN conference is such a fun conference it's and, great. oh yeah, it's the travels fun. The teams are like really good and competitive. And so I knew I really wanted to stay in ASUN and Austin P had a lot of what I was interested in. You get to go to Florida instead of like Charleston, Illinois and Moorhead, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Which is a big upgrade for someone that's been to both those places a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you basically go through the recruiting process again, like just like you were back in high school, or is it any different when you're in the portal? I will say when you're a college athlete and you're transferring and you're in the portal, it's you get a lot more straightforward answers from coaches. So when you're in high school, there's a lot of coaches that, you know, are trying to invite you to camps and stuff to get money and whatnot. But when I was in the portal, a lot of coaches were very honest and um, they'll just tell you exactly what they're looking for. If you're a good fit for them or not based off your film, your grades, you know, your interests, if they've talked to your previous coach at your school and stuff as well, because they have more respect for you because they know you're in the portal because you want to go somewhere else and just find a better fit. And you are serious about college athletics. So I would say in a sense of like getting answers and just truly finding a good fit, it was definitely easier, but it was also harder because um, you're looking for the good things that you missed about the school you're leaving, but then you also are looking for things that you want to see better as well. And so you become very picky. You know what you're looking for? Cause you've already been through a little bit of college. Mm -hmm. We play your former team this weekend. Yes. You I'm excited? so excited. You're going to see some old friends. <laughs> oh yes. We've been texting today actually about it. Um, like kind of placing bets on not actually but you know what i mean like we are messing not around placing bets not on. placing bets no actually bets but uh, just, <laughs> a saying. just a disclaimer no bets are actually being placed but we're just like kind of messing around saying like little banter like oh we're gonna beat you kind talk of a little trash little trash talk yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, good. it's good for everybody it makes it more fun yeah <laughs> Uh, so aside from soccer, the first thing everybody said when I asked about you was that you grew up on a farm. Yes. What kind of farm? So I actually have my own herd of dairy goats and I started this in like sixth grade and it just kind of grew from there. And so I've gotten to show like some cattle, dairy goats. I've helped with pigs before and done a lot of stuff like that. I've got to grow um, some nursery plants over the years as well and sell and produce those. So that was definitely a really cool experience. You've answered like half my questions in that one thing. Uh, <laughs> how many dairy goats consist of a herd? Okay. So I heard, in my opinion, I think a herd is just like 
two or more. Okay. But in my herd, I have like 20 plus right now. So You have 20 plus dairy goats back in Florida. <laughs> yes. What, who takes care of them? So right now they're on pasture, so they're not as much maintenance. Okay. Um, and I usually go home and take care of like the shots, you know, hoof trimming, all the things that are done periodically throughout the year. Um, but my mom is just feeding them every day. They're not too much maintenance now because um, they're older. But I see a lot of TikToks like horses getting their hooves trimmed. Is that what it's like or is it different? It's actually very close. So with dairy goats, you usually put them in a stand okay. and it just kind of keeps their head like in a um, position so they're not moving around too much. And usually you put like a feed bucket there or something so they're distracted. But you just lift up the hoof and you have like a, a trimmer. It looks a lot like scissors and yep. you just kind of clip away. Do dairy goats have horns? They like the headbutt things, like, or is that just a different kind of goat? No, they can definitely have horns. Mine, um, I actually dehorned them just because okay. mine were show goats, and so you weren't allowed to like show them if they did have horns. Right. And it was also just a big safety precaution too. Like we didn't want them getting stuck in the fence or anything, right. and so that's why we dehorned them all when we got them. So you showed goats. Yes. Uh, what? It, what? Like, did you ever win? What was it? Competitions? Was it like a weekly thing? Is it like playing a sport basically? So because of soccer. Um, um, and I was just so like involved with that with high school and club and stuff I did not have the time to go to shows like every weekend So I would maybe go like every two months or something to like a local county fair or the state fair um, And I was you know so grateful to win um, with some of my goats at the state fair in my classes a few times And even gotten a place really well in showmanship and so that was something that was really cool So you have 20 goats. do you have names for all of them? Oh, yes a Do thousand you know percent. all 20 of them like you can if we just pulled one of them up right now You would know which one that is Oh, yes. Oh, I thought they're get, they are spoiled. They're definitely spoiled. How do you spoil goats? Oh, my goodness. I'm like guilty and I give them a lot of treats. So goats have like stomachs of steel. You can give them pretty much anything. So they get like animal crackers, like cookies, all that stuff whenever I see them. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> so you have three siblings. Did they uh, do the animal thing as well? Uh, my little sister does. Uh, my older siblings, they didn't really they weren't involved with uh, agriculture and FFA as much growing up. Um, but my little sister and I, we actually showed goats and raised them together. And then same thing with the cattle when we started getting into that. What, how did you get into cattle? How'd you go from like, I feel like that's a step up. Oh, it's a huge step up. What kind <laughs> so, of cattle? So, um, I showed a Mangus and Andrew, Andrew Cross. Um, and my sister also did English, Angus Charlet. Um, and so those are just different beef breeds basically, but we were kind of looking for another challenge because we had goats that were dwarves so they were really small and a lot of our friends showed cattle and you know horses and stuff like that and we're like we kind of want like a different different challenge something bigger how big are these cows you have oh my gosh the one that i had my senior year he ended up weighing like 1200 pounds okay by the uh, by the time show came around so he was a big boy but um <laughs> so they can get pretty big um we've also had some smaller ones too where i've had like a thousand pound cow which is considered small or 900 yeah. pounds but yeah they get pretty big um thankfully like we've worked with them since they were little and so by the time show came around like they walked with us pretty yeah. well they weren't like crazy or anything they're a little sibling rivalry there you and your sister showing cattle and goats so there um a lot of people think that and we're both really competitive but we think of it like a compliment when we each like beat each other because we're both competing against each other um also an ffa contest too and so like we really push each other and um i think that just was awesome honestly and while even though we might be competing each other each against each other we like uh really support one another too which is really cool and like it, i don't know most siblings kind of get like really really competitive maybe yeah. not in the best way but like we get that a lot on this show yeah <laughs> but we end up um we're really positive and that's something i'm really like grateful for for her 
so you're in the FFA. Yes. Are you still in it? Is that something you can do in college? They do have collegiate FFA here, and I'm actually trying to look into doing that just because I think it'd be cool, like really cool to do a club. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, you know what? I did it in middle and high school. Might as well do it again in college. But I don't know much about the farming around here, but I know they mm-hmm. grow tobacco and it smells really good all the time. Oh my gosh. Okay. The yes. The barn smells so good. Yeah. I haven't been up there um, to the Austin Pea Farm yet or to many farms around here yet. But yeah, Tennessee's definitely known for that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, I've also been told you're a very good cook. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is your go-to recipe? I've been told one, but I want to see if you say the same oh one. Oh my goodness. Um, so I love spaghetti squash. Okay. I don't know if that that's was That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so um, it was recently just like squash was recently just in season because of the summer months and so um when i first moved here i found out that there was a farmer's market and so some of my teammates were like oh my gosh we need to go and so we ended up going and i see these like spaghetti squashes for like a dollar a pound and i'm like oh that's a steal and so i got them i just moved into my house i didn't have like a lot of utensils yet but i did have like my air fryer that was hooked up and so cut the spaghetti squash in half you know took out the seeds put in the air fryer took it out put some everything bagel seasoning, mozzarella cheese, you know, shredded it up. And it was amazing. <laughs> took like 20 minutes. To How do you spaghetti a squash is my question. Okay. It's like a specific kind of squash. Okay. They're like yellow and they're usually labeled spaghetti squash okay. at like the farmer's market or grocery store. But when you take it like out, when you're done, you have to cook it first. It yeah. has to get warm. And after it's cooked, you usually get like a fork or something, let it cool off for a second. And you just like run through it. Just with scrape the squash. it. Yeah. And it just turns into spaghetti. Oh, yeah. So the whole team loved it. Um, so, I've yeah. been told it was a team favorite. It is a team. Emma Dalton definitely loved that, it. That's the source. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She loved it. Uh, any other any other meals you cook? Um, I'm actually really... I like to bake a lot, too. And especially, like... I don't know. I love banana bread. I love pumpkin bread. That kind of stuff. It's perfect time for pumpkin bread. Oh, yes. So excited. <laughs> uh, so you went on a Western hiking trip. Was yes. that this summer? So I usually go, um, my dad and I will go out west together every summer, but okay. this summer in particular, we try to take like more time out there because of college athletics and stuff we wouldn't get to in season. What places have you been? Um, I've been Washington, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Montana, California. Basically all the states? Pretty much, except Oregon. I haven't Not been or- to Oregon. National parks, a lot of those. Oh, that's that's pretty much where we'll go. Uh, national parks or national forests. Yep. Do you have a favorite? Yosemite. Yosemite. I've never been. My roommate loves it. He talks about it all the time. Oh, my favorite park by far. I've, I've been to Yellowstone and Grand Teton, and they're both they're both cool. I that's love. that's where I went this summer. Yeah. Teton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Very nice place. Where's where's the next trip? Um, we, my dad and I are thinking about going back to Yosemite because it's a massive There's park. There's so much to do. And we want to go do a half dome really bad. Yeah. Um, that was a goal last trip, but because of the conditions, it was not safe to climb half dome. So we're going to try that next so time. So do you do a lot of like serious climbing? Um, not climbing yet. Um, that's more so because of like the high injury risk and stuff. Right. My dad's wanting me to wait till I'm like done with college sports and you know, that'll be an interest at that time. But are you going to become like, are you going to do some serious climbing? Like when you're done with soccer, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to turn it up a notch. Oh, definitely. I'm so excited for it too. It'll Does be he fun. climb? He can. Um, also because of his job and stuff too, he's trying to be considerate, but he's a good climber. He doesn't like to admit it, but he's good. It just leads into the next question. Your dad's in the Navy yes. and now you're in an army town. What, <laughs> what's he think about that? So it's definitely funny because like 
there's like a lot of banner between like Navy and Army and stuff. But um, he has a couple Army friends actually that work at Fort Campbell. And so he was actually happy with me going to school here because he's like, oh, I have friends to check up on you if anything happens. I don't know what the soccer team's doing on Military Appreciation Week, but you should get your dad up here for the football game. I know. We have a flyover from Fort Campbell. They're going to bring the helicopters. It's going to be great. I know. It would be fun to have them. It would be great. We, yeah. What a perfect game for him to come to. <laughs> All right, so you your major is ag science, right? Yes. Was that what you said? You changed majors from North Alabama to here. What were you before? I was bioengineering. So you're kind of <laughs> leaning towards the same thing, but the engineering is a little different. Yes, very different. It's a lot more math. Yes. What did you want to do with bioengineering? Um, probably go same thing. Kind of what I'm planning on going into now after college. Something with genetics with agriculture, okay. whether that's with plant or animal. I'm not entirely sure yet, um, but citrus industry is big in florida and there's a lot of stuff that needs to be changed so thought that might be something so cool. you're answering my questions without me even asking yeah. i was gonna say what's your plan <laughs> but you want to do uh genetics and agriculture uh you said you just came from plant science class mm-hmm. what, what do you do what do you do in plant science class so right now we're just talking about like uh it's more taxonomy taxonomy so like naming of plants pretty much Sounds different terrifying fruits. oh yeah it's not it's not as bad as you might think i thought the same thing at first but it's not too bad a lot of latin a lot of Latin. Did yeah. you take Latin? I did not. See, I took Latin <laughs> in high school, and I can't tell you a thing about it. See, honestly, me either. I just, like, try to look at names and, like, kind of find the similarities yeah. between the common name. I, I took Latin because I was like, it'll help me in college or something. It never did. I, <laughs> I didn't have to speak it. That was the only nice part about it. Uh, so I've got one last question. Then we're going to do our rapid-fire questions. Why Austin P? Okay, so I picked Austin P. Um, when I was transferring, I really wanted to find, like, a good family fit and I immediately felt that when I was on campus with the girls all of them are so welcoming and really sweet and I was also looking for a coach that was like really dedicated to her team as well and I found that with Kim and she got like two great assistants that are also the same as her in that sense and so um soccer wise that's why I picked Austin P. but on the academics as well like I really wanted to major in agriculture and that wasn't available at my last school and so I mean everything just kind of seemed to fall into place here perfectly Perfect. Are you ready for the rapid fire question? I think so. All right. What is your favorite word or saying? Word or saying? Oh, I've been saying Miss Girl a lot recently. Miss Girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I think that's a first for that one. <laughs> uh, what's the last book you read? Um, Last book I read, it was With Winning in Mind by Lanny Basham. What is your worst habit? My worst habit? I say I'm sorry too much. Like, I'm very apologetic. <laughs> need to break that habit. Uh, you're, you're like one of some of our Canadian student athletes. Really? Right? No, nah, that's a joke. Everybody says <laughs> Canadians apologize for everything. They kind of, yeah. I mean. They're just so polite. They're so polite. They're just so polite. Uh, do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Walk a mile? Yes. Walk a mile. Yes. Fast walker? Yes. I think I can too. It's a very split, split decision on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what is one rule in any sport you would like to change or add? change your ad hmm i know asun just changed or ncaa just changed the rule with like ties and stuff um i kind of wish we had overtime or just like pks when it came to games that they were tied just so you have like a win or loss result you don't like ties it's just ties if it comes down to it it just gets very like if it comes down to like there's three teams with like the same results the ties can get like really complicated when it goes from head to head and so just having like a simple win or loss like makes everything so much easier was soccer the only sport you played um i did play a year of flag football flag football yes in high school your your school had a flag football team yes what position did you play i was the safety and then wide receiver 
well, do you not think about going pro in flag football? Oh my goodness. I don't think anyone would <laughs> want to see me go pro in flag football, but it was definitely fun to try something new. That does sound like fun. Uh, what app on your phone gets the most use? Definitely TikTok. That very common answer. Yep. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Last gift I gave somebody, I gave my teammates a Trader Joe's candle a few weeks ago. What scent? It was mango clementine. That sounds, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're casting a movie about you, who are you going to pick to play yourself? Ooh, that's, I don't know. Get, does it have to be someone famous or just anybody? Anybody, sure. Uh, some of the football players pick their teammates. Oh, okay. I would probably pick then probably Emma Dalton because she's like me in a lot of ways, like says sorry and stuff too. I feel like a lot of people pick their teammates because you're just around each other so much. They know everything about you. Mm-hmm. They just they just do it like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the most embarrassing song you love? Fergalicious. Fergalicious. Yeah. Throwback. Uh, if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Um, the Lumineers. They actually were just in Tennessee uh, or in uh, Nashville. So I'm sure they'll be back. Everybody goes I'm, to Nashville. I'm hoping so. Uh, what is one place in the world you want to visit the most? Okay. Himalaya is really bad uh, in Nepal just because yeah. the range is so beautiful. And that's one place like I know it would be mind-blowing to go to. Do you want to climb Mount Everest? Oh, that's always a dream. My dad and I did talk about it, but it's so – we there would have to be so many like things to fall into place perfectly with like the weather conditions people on the trail it's a lot of money and you might not get to the top yeah not and it's just it's weather and there's so many people that do it now oh yeah it's photos are crazy crazy i mean it's i there's like a nickname for it but like you'll find photos online or like in the news of like literally hundreds of people you're just lined up yes nowhere to go and it's cold yes i don't think the cold i don't think the cold would bother me i think it would be the air yeah though yeah uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Um, probably Gordon Ramsay. Is he cooking or is he just coming to eat? Um, I would have him cook too. Yeah. Well, why not? While why he's not there? make him cook? Yeah. <laughs> what a meat too. Probably Carly Lloyd and Tom Brady because it's three really competitive people and it'd be fun to see like. Tom Brady. Yeah. You're you're a Bucks fan. Oh, from, big Bucks oh, fan. That's <laughs> too bad. That's just too bad. Uh, who or, or what inspires you? Um, I would say definitely my family. Um, we all like push each other to do our best in what we do. Um, more specifically my dad though, just because he's really encouraging and he always helps me get in the right mental headspace, uh, before things. He's knows a lot about mental competitiveness and is really helpful in that sense. What advice would you give to your younger self? To stop apologizing. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely that. (laughs) It's, it's better to be too polite. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is good to be polite. I'd rather you be on that end and you're way too polite than be rude. So See, Okay, I agree with you on that, yeah. Perfect. All right, uh, our last question comes from our last guest. Okay. So Javon Jackson asked the simplest question of all time. He just wants to know, how's life? How's it going? <laughs> life is going pretty good. Um, it's just getting used to exams now at this point, but yeah, life is good. So you actually get to ask one question now. You get to ask next week's guest a question. What do you want to ask on next week's PCAST? Ooh, um, that's a good question. What's your favorite memory of this season so far for you? Favorite memory of this season so far. All right, Chloe, appreciate you taking the time to come be on the podcast. Uh, it's been good to get to know you and meet you here. Uh, we'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. Yeah, thank you for having me. Definition make them boys go crazy. They always claim they know me coming to me. Call hey, me Stacy. Stacey. I'm the F to the E, R, G, the I, the E, and can no other lady put it down like me? I'm Fergalicious. So delicious. My body 
stay vicious. I'll be up in the gym, just working on my fitness. He's my witness. I put your boy on rock, rock, and he be lining down the block just to watch what I got. So delicious. Big thank you to Chloe Murphy of the Awesome Peace Hockey Team for stopping by and taking some time to talk to us on this uh, Friday, this lovely Friday, this lovely homecoming Friday. Yep. It's a big homecoming week here, Alex. It is, isn't it? A lot of things happen at homecoming. There's, the, uh, there's a parade tomorrow. There's the alumni band. There's a big football game. There's a big football game. I'm trying to think. There, we had a door decorating competition. We decorated yep. our door outside of... The, not our door, but like the athletics office door. Was, we didn't decorate it. Somebody did. Yeah, there was the bonfire on Monday. There was a bonfire. They burned a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did they burn something kernel related? Because like, I know that's kind of been a thing. What would you burn that's kernel related? I have no idea. I just remember whenever we did like the Skyhawks a few years ago, I think we had like a wood carving of like a Skyhawk, like their logo or something like that. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was also not there because I was driving back from the men's golf tournament, but yeah. maybe we did. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we burned a big old E or something. Is that all you got for homecoming? That's all I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Well, in other news, happy birthday, Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Yes, happy birthday. The Pacers, uh, what a great marketing move by them this morning to use a photo of him and his whatever school Terry Taylor shirt's from. Yep. Because they got every Austin P person to like their tweet. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, it was, it was good. They nailed it. We're best friends. Yeah, honestly. they nailed it. Yeah. They Our did. good friends, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to Terry Taylor. Happy birthday. 23 in the league. 23 or 24. He's 23. 23. 23. Big dude. Mm-hmm. There we go. On to the Austin P. Sports. Edge is what sports. I was going for. And I, I was going to say Sportage, and I stopped, and I went to Sports. Okay. So we'll say Sportage. On to the Austin P. Sports. Sports, Sportage, Sports. Uh, North Alabama. We're going to play with soccer on sure. Monday. Yep. No, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Excuse me. I should know that I'm going to be there. Please continue. So, uh, Gov's going to travel down to Florence. Um, you know, I'll be down there taking pictures and just hanging out with the Govs. And honestly, like, this is going to be a really good match. North Alabama was picked above us in the preseason poll. Um, we honestly play very similar. Uh, both of, both teams are really led by defense. The biggest thing with uh, North Alabama is our goalkeeper. I mean, she's number one in the country in shutouts with seven. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. She's also best in the A-Sun and really high up in the uh, country with a uh, 0.82 goals against average. And she's coming off a 3-1 to one loss against Lipscomb. It's the most, go- most goals they allowed all season. So the, uh, North Alabama's probably going to be coming. A little chip on her shoulder. little chip on her shoulder, a little bit angry. Um, should be good, though. Um, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, Ghost put up 20 shots, eight shots on net against Central Arkansas. So we know that we can, we can put the shots on net. Now we just got to find a way to get them to connect. So Put the biscuit yeah. in the basket. Put the biscuit in the basket, so. Austin P, North Alabama, Sunday, 1 p.m. Tune in to Govs. Uh, what is it? Govs WSOC on Twitter for live updates. Or ESPN Plus. Or ESPN Plus. Or, or P Stats for uh, live updates. There you go. So it's going to be fun. You going to talk about the oh, next game? And then we have. <laughs> yes. <kidding>. And then um, next Thursday, uh, the Govs begin their final homestand of the season against Bellarmine. It's going to be the go for the goal game. Uh, Govs and the Govs and the Knights are teaming up with Go for the Goal by wearing gold sweatbands or gold sweatbands to raise awareness for pediatric cancer. Usually gold shoelaces as well. And, and the gold shoelaces. Uh, donations to help kids uh, achieve their goals. Uh, donations can also be made online at www.goforthegoal.org. We'll also take donations at the game. Right. 
Um, appreciate it since you've been the soccer guy the last couple of years. Um, you know, I know it's going to be a good match too. That's Bellarmine. You know, they're coming in. Uh, they don't have a win yet. They got six draws though. I mean, that's a lot. That is quite a bit. They're o three and six. You know, this is one that you want to win. This is one you can win. It's going to be your first matchup against the Knights, I believe. Oh. Um, and you know, like I said, it's going to be your first of four straight home matches. You're heading down the stretch. You got. Af- as you head into the Bellarmine game, you've got seven more matches in the season to help, you know, raise your three straight on the road, damn it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna be and they're all I think all of those are the Florida schools too. Gosh. Uh, it will that be. one was Queens. Oh, the last one is Queens, you're right. Um so you wanna pick up those wins, get those ace on points while you can. So Need them. Yeah, yeah, you do. So that's all I got from soccer. Volleyball's gonna kick off ace on play. That they will. What are they gonna do, Alex? So uh, the Govs open up Ace on Play today, uh, Friday. Today is Friday, and they are playing today. Yes. yes Probably about the time you're listening to this podcast, Probably. if you listen to it right when we post it. Yep. So uh, Govs take on Bellarmine at 5 p.m. today. Uh, it's their first ever Ace on match, coming off a sweep of the Stashville Challenge. Govs are 7-4 on the season. Bellarmine 6-6. Six and six. And, you know, you swept Bellarmine in their own place last year. So They went up there last year and just swept them right out of the gym. They sure did. Not bad. And then after Bellarmine, Govs are going to travel and they're going to be at Eastern Kentucky. Very familiar opponent. Absolutely. Former uh, conference friends. Um, Govs have friends? won. Not friends. There you, you go. get what I mean. Uh, Govs have won three straight and uh, three, of the, or five, three straight and five of the last six against Eastern Kentucky. There you go. So, what's uh, Govs looking to pick up their first A-Sun wins? So. Beat the Colonels. Beat the Colonels. And it's, it's a great week to do it's it. It's a great weekend to beat the Colonels. It sure is. Uh, let's talk about golf first. Columbus Golf will be hosting their annual fall tournament, the 22nd FNM Bank APSU Intercollegiate, Monday and Tuesday, okay. September 26th and 27th at the Clarksville Country Club. If you're in town with nothing to do, get come on out. up there. Yeah, Clarksville Country Club. Come watch the best women's golf team and possibly the A-Sun. Absolutely. Erica Scott won their opening tournament. Mm-hmm. Just blew it out of the water. It wasn't even close. It was so. not that close. And the final score got close, but, I mean, it was still. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not one here to to. to say, I'm not an odds maker or anything, but I'm I'm one that's going to say the Govs are the favorite to win this tournament. I would think so. I mean, they've had a great season. You've got a, you've got a good team. You get everybody back. You've got Erica Scott. You've got Kayla Campbell. You've got Taylor Dedman. You've got Shelby Pleasant. You've got Maggie Glass again on their home course. Yep. You've got Belmont will be a tough challenge. Belmont has last year's tournament champion Cameron Fish won the event last year, mm. uh, and then Kendall Maynard just plays Clarksville Country Club all the time. I believe she's from Clarksville. Okay. Um, but she knows the course very well. She had a good round there last year. So them, Murray State has the OVC's reigning individual champion, Peyton Carter. She'll be there. Um, Jacksonville State's usually solid in women's golf. They've won the tournament before. So it's a tough field, but I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call the Govs favorite. There you go. And uh, I think they're going to be tough to beat. Haven't mm-hmm. won the tournament since, I believe, 2015 as a team, and we won as an individual that year. It was Jessica Cathy. Ah, now you mean Jessica Combs? Jessica Combs, the head coach of of your Austin women's golf team. So big weekend, Clarksville Country Club, Monday and Tuesday, eight thirty a.m. Shotgun start on Monday. The second round follows immediately, eight thirty a.m. Shotgun start on Tuesday, and be there for the final. Come watch yep. the Govs uh, hopefully win their tournament for the first time in a, in a minute. Be a great time to do it too. Be a great time. I'll be there. You'll be there. I will be there. We're well, gonna hang out at the golf course. We sure will. It's just, I mean, you just basically hang up the clubhouse and work. We're going to take some photos. We're going to take some videos, you know, yep. ride around on the golf cart, have some fun. Sounds like a great time to me. It's great. It's better than sitting in the office. It's Absolutely. one of the best days of the year. Not one either. of the two best days of the year. And I'm so glad we're in Clarksville, not Springfield. Yeah. 
We had to drive to Springfield last year. Legacy Golf Course. Great club. Mm-hmm. Great golf course. Love love the course. It's just an hour away. Don't want to drive there every day for back-to-back days. Boy, that was not fun. <clears throat> to the main event. To the main event. What's the main event? Austin P. Eastern Kentucky. Fortera Stadium. 3 p.m. Saturday. Pack the fort. Number 23, Austin P. Number 16, Eastern Kentucky. It is the first time there's ever been a top 25 ranked matchup at Fortera Stadium on homecoming. Really? Okay. We've been ranked. We've played ranked teams. Mm-hmm. It has never been top 25 versus top 25 on okay. homecoming. Yeah. Uh, you know the last time the Govs were ranked? Um, oh, shoot. I, sh- I should know this. Last year against Eastern Kentucky. Okay. And they knocked us out of the pole. We haven't been back since. Well, guess what? We back. Yeah. And uh, Colonels, Colonels, Colonels can score a little bit. They can. They've okay. got a high, I mean, the Colonels lead the A-Sun in most team offensive categories. We're second in most of those. Right. What they don't have is the defense, I don't think. I mean, they've got a solid defense, but we are the best defense in the A-Sun right now. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there four, three, yeah, four, like three or four, three or four, middle bit. of the pack, you know. So, uh, Your defense is going to be tested, though. I think we're going to be the favorite Yeah. And uh, from Vegas. It, it, I mean, if we're going to be the favorite, it's not by more it's than like be a point a, and a half. It's probably going to be it's probably going to be a two and a half point mm-hmm. favorite, which is a pick'em. Yeah, You're getting two and a half points for being at home. It's a very evenly matched game, I'd say. Right. Uh, they're a good team. Parker McKinney's been there a long time at quarterback. He's going to test defense. He can. He'll throw it. He'll get out there and throw it. But yep. uh, I, I think it's going to be a good day. It should be. Get a score prediction for this one. A score prediction. I'm saying 31 to 27. I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than what we're used to. I think it's going to come down to the final drive of the game. I was going to say 34-31 Austin P. Okay. Maddox hits two. Mm-hmm. And the game winner. Game winner with time expiring? Or like, how does, that, how does it unfold? I don't know when he hits it. Maddox, Maddox hits the game winner. It doesn't have to be with time expiring. But so I'm, I'm going to say it's 31-27, and it's going to be an Austin P touchdown to Dre McCray in the right corner of the end zone with five seconds left. With five seconds. Wow, you're really going for the home run on that I call. really am. Just really, really getting very, very detailed with your picture. In the north end zone, <laughs> Dre McCray with five seconds catches a fade route from Mike DeWillow to win the game. Exactly. See, but now, now if it turns out that way. I look like a I'll just stick with uh, Maddox at the game winner, 34-31. Austin P defends the fort, mm-hmm. moves to 4-1, and one, surpasses EKU in the rankings, yep. and surplants itself as the A-Sun conference favorite. Yep. Because the winner right now is the early favorite. Right. They're the only two ranked teams in the A-Sun. Kennesaw has <laughs> dropped out of every poll except for the Athlon Power Rankings, which I don't know how they even picked that poll. Um, but it's Austin P and EKU, and I think, I think it's a big one. It's yeah. going to be uh, – it's going to be a fun, fun one. Full house. Yeah. Homecoming. Mm-hmm. A lot of things to do on campus. There's a car out front you could smash. There is. You can uh, smash the car like we're going to smash bang ETSU <laughs> or EKU. Sorry, I'm so yeah. fired up saying the wrong school. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a car. There's a lot of scholarship giveaways, too. There's scholarship giveaways in the fourth quarter. Yep. You have to be present to win. Yep. There's two tickets to the Alabama game. I definitely don't want to miss that one in Tuscaloosa. You can uh, enter a drawing for those tickets at the alumni tailgate pregame, but you have to be present to win. So stick around the entire game. Don't don't leave after the homecoming court at halftime. Yeah, stick uh, around. Scholarships, uh, Alabama tickets. What else is going on? Alex? There's a lot of stuff to go on. Tailgate Alley, Stashville, mm-hmm. or Stash Street, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, Blazing VIP Zone. Yep. What else? 
There's a foam finger giveaway. There is a foam finger giveaway. We're giving out T-shirts. Um, I know there's Vuvuzelas. We're giving them out. Okay, that's dangerous. Can't wait for it. It's gonna be so loud. Very excited. I love Vuvuzelas now. Yeah, big so, one. Be yeah. there or be square. Mm-hmm. Pack the fort. Fill fort. Fill the fort. Fill the fort. Fill the fort. I was gonna. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to the next, shall we? Sure. Katie Etheridge, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Shardy Husband, and the very newly hired, um, I can't remember his name, Trey Price. Trey Price, I should have known that. Uh, they've got all the community service opportunities for you, the student athletes. They're your academic advisors. Go tell them how great they're doing. Go get some community service. You're back here. Let's do some, uh, it's fall. It's the first yep. day of autumn. It is. So go do some things. It's uh, Halloween soon. I'm sure we're doing the ghost candy drive again. Yep. I'm sure we're going to have Thanksgiving food drives. There's a food drive right now. There's a canned food drive. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you take that stuff, Alex? I don't know. I'm sorry. Let's look on the SAC Twitter. Let's. Great podcasting as always. Top notch. You should take your food drive items. Please avoid glass jars, juice boxes, canned juice, canned beans, canned gravy, granulated sugar, granola bars, canned pasta, cereal, rice, cake mix, pancakes, syrup, powdered milk, packaged pasta, canned fruit, canned vegetables, canned pasta, coffee, tea bags, Canned stews and chili, canned or dried soups, jelly, no glass, please, peanut butter and canned chicken. Those are the items they are looking for. Please drop them off in Dunn 201. That is the um, that is the athletic academic offices. Matthew Fitzpatrick will take them. If you have any questions, get in contact with him or Kelsey Mead of the Austin D volleyball team. And uh, just help help out with the food drive. Yeah, It's fall. It's time of giving. It is. How about the community? So you guys do that. And any other community service opportunities, get in contact with those uh those people, they'll get you a point in the right direction. Yeah, sure. Alex. Yes, sir. I will follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P or on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And shout out to Robin for all the uh, uh, videos and everything that she's been helping us out with around there. I know she's been doing a lot of the like inside the film room videos. Uh, she helped me with a women's basketball video for the A Sun, and uh, you know basketball season's right around the corner, so get ready to. You know, stay tuned to all those socials. Shout out to Robin. She recorded Scotty Walden's interview for FCS All In, which is basically the okay. FCS College Game Day. It airs tonight, Friday, on ESPN Plus. You should tune in. Scotty Walden's on there, and the guest picker may be a friend from our Nashville, Pre- our, one of our friends from the Nashville Predators. Okay. Yeah. So tune into that. Uh, in the meantime, let's go. Peter Confidates news, stories, and information. Cody Bush, Nicholas Petroni, Alex Allen, Chris Austin, and myself. We got all the information you need. But what you really need is tickets. And who's yep. got the tickets? Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell, has got all the information you can use to get in the game. Football tickets are on sale. There are seats available. You can get in the Blazing VIP zone. Get your tickets for that. You don't want to miss it. Buy tickets tomorrow's game. Saturday is homecoming. You want to be there. Buy those tickets. Mm -hmm. Also, baseball season tickets on sale first in the country. The price goes up on when? January 1st. So buy them before? January 1st. Because you don't want to miss that. You don't want the price to go up. They're starting practice. They've got a scrimmage day, I believe. Uh, Good to see some ball back at the hand. Basketball renewals are also open. Alex, hoops tickets, go. So uh, renewals, you got to get them by today. Uh, Friday by the end of today. But, 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 coming soon, season tickets. Can't tell you when, but uh, all I will say is that turn on those post notifications for, for uh, Let's Go Pee on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, so you can be one of the first people to know about uh, Austin P men's and women's basketball season tickets. Renewals are done today. Yep, end of day today. If you're listening to this, it's probably too late. Yeah. But the good news is the future will hold the opportunity for you to get those tickets. Yes, it will. So do that, right? Yep. 
Right. But in the meantime, buy football tickets. Buy them now. Yeah. Buy them. Pause the podcast. Pause it. We'll Let's wait. go P.com backslash buy tickets or call the ticket office and buy your po- your buy your homecoming tickets. Buy your homecoming tickets. Buy them go right get, now. Go get You're going to want to be there. Pack the fort. Fill yep. the fort. Pack the fort. Do everything. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website. Let's go P.com backslash podcast. Alex, give us a rating, a review on the podcast. Five stars. Five stars. Please, once you just a guest on Los Nova local or on campus event, we should shout out. Uh, tell us what you're doing to celebrate homecoming. Okay. And tell us what you're going to do to celebrate when the Govs beat the Colonels. Oh, yeah. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig19. He's Alex Allen underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone that's going to pack the fort this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. And I don't know if I'm ever